praise God. This morning, I taught on Moses and how he refused to become the son of Pharaoh's daughter and how he chose to be a son of God. Praise God. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you about, amen, the other two things that he did, the key words. Praise the Lord. I'm going to read to you out of Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 24. Praise God. There's a great spirit here today. Amen. I don't plan on being long, and then I want to have another great worship service before we leave here tonight. We have worshiped and we have gotten to the place to where the Lord has touched us and moved upon us in the present. I feel like God wants us, before we leave here tonight, to worship him for the future. Praise God. Hebrews 11 and 24 says, By faith Moses, when he came of years, when he came of his years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer the affliction with people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Lord, I'm asking you to continue to be with me in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Can everyone say amen? amen. You may be seated. The first two key verses or key words was he refused, praise God, to become Pharaoh's daughter. All the riches, all the glory, all of the fame, everything that ever existed, Moses wrote off on. Simply, that was not enough, but now he had to choose to be the man that God wanted him to be. Praise God. You see, Moses did more than refuse the throne of Egypt. The Bible tells us he refused to be Pharaoh's daughter. Or Pharaoh's son, uh, daughter's son, I'm sorry. He refused to be Pharaoh's daughter's son and to become like God. By faith he refused and by faith he chose. And the very next two key words that I want to talk to you for just a little bit tonight is esteeming and to forsook. He esteemed, verse 26 says, to regard the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasure of this world. He looked at everything in this world. I talked to the church today about the price of a soul. Jesus says, amen, the price of the soul. One soul in this world is more than all the value in earth. Everything that's in earth, praise God, is not as, as valuable to God as one soul. One sheep that he was to go to. And the Bible tells us that Moses regarded all of the things of Egypt. And he said, amen, that I regard, praise God, Christ. Or I regard the riches 
amen, greater, amen, than this world. And then verse 27, he said, by faith he forsook Egypt. I want you to know tonight, do not be be surprised, praise the Lord, when you find yourself in tribulation. Tribulation will come. And you can take comfort in the words of Jesus. For in John 16 and 33, he said, These things have I spoken unto you, this is Jesus speaking, that ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. We look at a world today that's in so much tribulation, but Jesus is telling us today, amen, be of good cheer. Amen. I've got it in control. I've already overtaken it. I've already fixed it. Praise God. You can wonder, amen, about your uh, reproach, people reproaching you. If you are going through reproach or persecution is a better word. The Lord said to his disciples in John 15 and 18, he said, if the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I have said unto you. The servant is no greater than his Lord. If ye have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If ye have kept my sayings, I will keep yours also. Praise God. I'm telling you, we're going to go through the world of tribulation and we're going to go through the world, amen, of persecution. Moses looked at all the riches of Egypt. He looked at everything. As far as he could see was riches. Amen. But he looked at it and he understood that the riches of this life, amen, was nowhere near as great as the riches of God. He looked at the short-lived riches, amen, and the glory that was in Egypt. And he understood, amen, that the glory of God was better. He would change it in. The verse 26, it says to us, rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Let me tell you something tonight, amen. It is a seasonal thing. Moses understood that Egypt was in a seasonal thing. It was going to come just like spring, fall, winter, and, and, and summer, and it was going to go the same. But he understood the riches of God were for eternity. Praise God. And it's the riches of season for a season. I want to say tonight that I understand that living in this world is, praise God, when you look at on the surface, it is a wonderful thing. To be able to drink and smoke and lie and let your flesh go. To be able to go out and to party and to do all those things. To not have to come to church on a Sunday night. Not have to pray. Not have to fast. Not have to do those things. I want to tell you something. We cannot lie to ourselves. Amen. That is a, that is a, 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 an enjoyful thing to do. To do the things of the world is an enjoyful thing to do. But you've got to understand something. Praise God. 
And that is, it is a seasonal thing. It is only a temporary thing. It is only a thing of this life. And we have to understand, praise God, that our actions have consequences. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Your actions have consequences. When you do something, you're going to pay for it. And whenever you do not live for the Lord, and whenever you do enjoy the things of the world, and whenever you go out and do those things, praise the Lord, they're going to have consequences. And somewhere, they're going to have to be paid for. Praise God. But when you live for God, and you walk with God, and you talk with God, and you sacrifice the flesh, and you walk in the Spirit, and not in the flesh, and you do not allow your flesh to go out and to do those things, praise the Lord. I want you to know something tonight. It is like Moses looking at God and saying, God, I know, amen, that all these things that I have today is going to be fun to do. I could become the greatest man in this world for a season. But he understood that just for this season, amen, was all that it was going to be. But he looked and he saw a God of eternity. And he said, praise God, I'll trade all this in for what is to come. Praise the Lord. And I want you to know tonight, it's just like the natural, it's just like the spiritual. Praise the Lord. You, you look around and you see all these things that we're dealing with and all the things that the devil has for us. You young people, there's a lot of things out there that the devil has for you. You can look at them. You can desire them. You can want them. But I want you to know something tonight. You can either take that now or there is a God and the things of God that you can have. Amen. And it will bring you into eternity with a relationship with the Lord. You see, Noah spent his life building a boat. And he spent his life doing that. But he did it. Amen. Putting his investments in the things of God. Abraham spent his life looking for a city and builder whose maker is God. He spent his life doing that. Sarah conceived with a seed. Isaac blessed his children. Jacob, when he was dying, blessed his children. Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing, said, take my bones out of Egypt. Moses, who we're talking about tonight, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He said, I will not take this world, priest, because I've got a God, amen, that I'm going to uh, 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 live for. You see, in the middle of all this chapter, in verse eight, 6, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I don't know about you, my friend, but my eyes are not on this world. That song that we sing, this world is not my home. I'm a just a passing through. Amen. Is one of my favorite songs because my eyes are not on this world. Whatever I've got to give up in this world. Hey, I want to be like Moses. I want to say it's going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth it all. 
You see, because with Moses in the NIV, that verse says he accounted the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of this of Egypt. What he was saying was, he was saying to have a relationship with him is greater than all of the riches of Egypt. Paul said, I count everything I could have ever been in this life as waste, dung, what you go to the bathroom with. For the knowledge, just the knowledge of the relationship with God. You know, when we first started the church, and uh, my wife and I, we started the church. Uh, it started out as a Baptist church. Praise God. Yep, it sure did. Amen. Everybody in the service was Baptist, except my wife and I. We hadn't got them Pentecost yet, or run them out the door. I'm not sure which. But anyways, it was kind of like a Baptist church. And they just sat there. They sang their three songs, and everything was done. And the Holy Ghost moved on me, praise God, one night in service with my wife. And I just danced, and I shouted, and I, 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 just, I just did it all. The very next morning, I was on my way in, 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 with, a, with just kind of like a, a, a neutral mind on my way to uh, uh, my first job in Wellsburg going down Route 2. And all of a sudden, I got this, this thought, you know what? You really showed yourself last night. And uh, you just really, you just really showed yourself. And I started to feel bad. And uh, I thought, man, maybe, maybe that just didn't look right with them. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost spoke to me and said, who do you think you are that I would allow my spirit to flow through you like that? And I said, I'm so sorry, Lord. I'm so sorry. I don't care what anybody thinks. As long as, and Paul said that. You feel like that tonight? Praise God. Do you feel like anything in this world I will count as waste just to have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Praise God. Moses said, amen, all of Egypt and being able to walk up on that throne. You know, in the back of Moses' mind, I wonder how many patriarchs had died in those 40 years. And he watched them as they died hopeless. He saw the way they acted towards the masses. But in the behind the curtain, he watched them as they died a horrible death. And he said to himself, praise God, it doesn't matter what this world thinks. It doesn't matter what this world does. I want you to know something tonight. As long as I got Jesus, nothing else matters. Do I have somebody else in this place that feels like that tonight? Clap your hands unto the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. The Bible said he accounted the reproach of Christ. Whatever suffering I've got to go through, whatever torment I've got to suffer, whatever shame I've got to carry, whatever thing I've got to lay down, whatever anything that I've got to do for Christ, praise God, I count it better than anything that I could receive in this world. Praise God. In the New King James Version, in verse 15, it says, And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. How many do you know that has gone back off into the world? How many do you know that has left Christ and went back out into the sinful world? He said, praise God. 
If they would have gone back to that country, they would have gone back and returned. But now they desire a better That is a heavenly country. Praise God. How many of you are excited about heaven? Do you know what? I had the picture tonight. And this is the picture I had. I had the picture that the rapture took place. Not that I actually saw it took place. But I had the thought that it took place. And I thought, you know what? Every one of my children and their mates and all my grandkids going to be in heaven. There will be no more phone calls. Hey, you got to pray for so-and-so. He just busted his head open. Hey, you got to pray for so-and-so because he can't breathe. we got to take him to the emergency room. I thought, you know what? If the rapture took place, we'd be, boom, heaven, man. Praise God. I'm telling you, amen. There's something about heaven that I'm excited about. But we have to ask ourselves, where do we have our eyes, amen, on? Where are we looking at? All week long, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's material things, material things, material things, material things. Praise God. Do we have our eyes on a heavenly thing? And I don't know why God told me to say this, but I'm going to say this tonight. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to read it just like it's in my notes. If God is calling you into a ministry... There is nothing in this life that can ever come to the importance of working for the Lord. If somebody, God is calling you into the ministry. I don't know who it is. I don't even know if it is someone. But the Lord said, put it right there. And I said, okay, that's what I'll do. If God's calling you to do in the ministry, there is no greater thing. You may have to work a secular job. But there's no greater thing. Don't ever let that ministry slack. You do that ministry. You say, well, I'm going to use my life up for God. Yes, you could not use it for anything better. There is nothing better. Whatever ministry. And I'm not talking about just the preaching ministry. I'm talking about a ministry that God's calling you to do. If God's calling you to do a ministry, then you need to do it. You see, because the faith of Moses... Gave him the kind of strength to look ahead and see what he, what Hebrews tells us is him who is invisible. Praise God. God is invisible. He is an almighty God. Even though Moses could not see God being invisible, but he saw God in his faith and in his heart. Praise the Lord. We don't see God here tonight, but we feel him and we know he exists. Just like as if he could appear to us. Praise God. We could see him. And I'm asking the church tonight. Amen. In this world that we're walking in. Do you see heaven? Do you see God? Do you see the things of God? Do you see something that's coming? Praise God. The very part of this chapter starts out. Hebrews chapter 12 starts out. And one says... Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Praise God. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Do you realize that when Jesus was born in that manger, He put His eyes on, On a heavenly calling. And he did not 
allow it to get off of that heavenly calling for the three thirty and the three half half years that he walked upon this earth. He did not sin. He did not transgress. He did not do things that he shouldn't do. Why? Because he lived that life so that you and I might be saved. Jesus gave his life so that we could be saved. He did not do the carpenter shop. He did not. He could have called legions of angels down. Praise God. He could have had the world at his fingertips. But he did not. Why? Because, amen, he had your salvation in mind. Yes. Like I said from the very get-go, one soul in this world is worth all of this world. And so if it would have been one soul, Jesus would have died for one soul. But I'm telling you, he died for you. Let me cap it tonight. Moses said no to Pharaoh's daughter. Praise God. He repented and was buried. He turned to God and he said yes. And he received the Holy Ghost. He turned, praise God, and he said, I'm going to live this life for God and nothing in this world is going to be more important to me than to God. Praise God. And then, amen, at the very end there, the Bible said he forsook Egypt, seeing God. Praise God. I want you to just think about this as we stand. Praise God. I want you to think about this. Amen. Christ endured that cross. Hebrews tells us. Hebrews 2. He endured that cross. He despised the shame. Just so you and I can have salvation. He paid the price. The question that I have for you tonight is, on judgment day, how are you going to face Christ? If you cannot get past the shame and, despise, and, and, and those that despise you, praise God, just to live for God. I'm telling you what, church, the first part of this service, God has answered a lot of prayers in this place. The first part of this service, God has done tremendous works. I feel like we are in the, in the fifth gear. And I think in the Holy Ghost that what we need to do from this point on is just start praising Him for where we're going. We're already made up in our minds, praise God. We're good now, praise the Lord. But I want us to praise God for where we're going because I want you to know something tonight it's going to be worth it all everything I've ever got to do to live for the Lord it's going to be worth it all everything I've got to do in my ministry sacrifice it's going to be worth it all God is going to make it worth it all I'm going to open these altars up tonight and let's just have a crescendo of praise praising God telling him God my life living for you is worth it all.